I got myself coffee. Um, if anybody wants to bring these guys some coffee, can I get you anything? You guys comfortable? Okay. Never been on a talk show before. Yeah, so welcome. Thank you. To the commercial break. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's just jump right into it. We all have a bunch of questions that we probably have asked you a million already out of breakfast. But I have a few that I felt were going to answer a lot of them, hopefully, for everyone. And a lot of these were from you guys, from emailing Julia back. So if you didn't get your answer specific or your question answered, we are meeting afterwards, right? We're hanging out some more, maybe, afterwards in the community room. So you guys can come and meet them. Um, so let's get to it. So people... So people who maybe weren't here before, they they weren't here before you left, and so they're like, what is this all about? Um, so tell us about what these last few months have been about, why it's called Walk It Out, just what you've been up to. Sure, I'll do that one. Um, let me just start with I'm emotional because this is um, – I knew I, I knew that we would miss you, but I didn't know how good it would be to see everyone. I just didn't know what it would feel like to come back into the family. So this is uh, – I don't usually lack words, but I might have troubles. Um, yeah, uh, in our um, in our staff policy at the Vineyard, every five to seven years, it's required that a full-time staff member take a three-month sabbatical. That's written right into our personnel policy for the health and well-being of the pastors. And healthy pastors lead healthy churches, and you know show what a rhythm of trusting in God looks like. So uh, we we did our last sabbatical ten years ago. So we're just tipped over the edge there, but uh, we um, applied for and received a grant from the Lilly Foundation for a clergy renewal grant, and that grant provided for the church money for me and Jane to do, uh, literally the application is what would make your heart sing, and so we wrote out an application uh, about what would make our heart sing going away for, I feel like I'm turning my back to you, just walk it out over there. Um, and we received that grant, and so uh, that provided funds for us to do a lot of traveling um, personally, uh, a lot of walking uh, with our family and with our extended family, and it provided funds for the church to here to really uh, carry the theme of the summer. So the theme of the grant was Salvatore Ambulando. That's why the shirt, which is just Latin for uh, it is solved by walking, and for the theme of the church, we just wanted to call it Walk It Out. And uh, so the three sub-themes through the summer were planting prayer, cultivating community, and mobilizing mission, which I am hearing stories about, and I'm in awe. I am literally in awe. What it allowed us to do was to spend three months uh, spending some time walking alone with Jesus, uh, walking together as a couple walking in some places where um, we walked as a young uh, couple, as missionaries, walking places where my relatives walked. I saw the uh, baptismal font of my seventh great-grandfather, William Gooder, the exact place where he was baptized Yeah, in northern England. And it, it, it shook me. It literally shook me. Um, and then to walk with our kids and show them where we were missionaries overseas. So this last month for us, for us has been about uh, 700 miles of walking, five states, five countries, lots of prayers, and lots of joy. So is that, was that great job? Did yeah. I do okay? Yeah. Okay. You guys look good, by the way. 
Thanks. 700 miles. Wow. <laughs> um, so what, during all that, what was an unexpected way the Lord surprised you or something that happened that you weren't maybe, you didn't see coming and like what kind of impact did that have? Okay. Um, I had to write some things down here, but uh, I got this journal. It's really cool also. But <laughs> um, okay, some unexpected. Wow, we were unexpected. It was it was just unexpected to me. We knew God. We know God is good, and uh, but just the extravagance and the the goodness. The I guess today we're here to give you guys good news again. You know, you can watch TV and see news, but this is the truth that God is good. And, and his love for us is overwhelming. And I, he just demonstrated that again and again to us this summer. Like, everything was just went way better than even what we had imagined. And starting from the beginning, like, what God had a word for you about. Yeah. Um, the very first day of sabbatical, I, I wrote in my, in my journal, uh, fresh journal, clean, you know how it has to be just right. Barry gave me that for the sabbatical. And, uh, and the first thing, I woke up the very first morning that Monday, and I had this picture in my head, and it was a bed. Um, and there were people carrying a bed like they used to, like on poles, you know. And I thought, okay, I'm going crazy. I don't know. I'm really tired. What does this mean? I said, Lord, what are you trying to say? And he said, there were 30 people carrying this bed. I, in my dream, I knew it was 30 men carrying this bed. And uh, the Lord said, I'm fully supporting your rest. And it just was a great way to start, like, okay, (laughs) God's really, I mean, he surprised us with how much he celebrated our joy. I don't know how else to say that, but it was extreme. So we would happen in on, like, every place we went there, well, not every place, but a lot of places we went, we happened to be there on the very day, the only day of the whole year that they were having this celebration in their village, and and all this special stuff was happening, and we really felt like heaven was celebrating with us, you know. Yeah. The, the very first uh, Friday, we had a celebration at our family. Um, our son got engaged, so we had a big party. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's good. Okay. And uh, throughout the time, we just happened on these celebrations. We um, went to a town that we'd been missionaries in called Baden, Austria. So we hadn't been there in, in more than 25 years and one day every year, they call it Baden and Weiss. It's Baden and White. And the whole town dresses in white. And 50,000 extra people come in. So we took our kids, and we were in this celebration in this tiny little town. The place was covered in white. And we just felt like it was, I mean, not that it's all about us, but like it was all about us. Um, yeah. So just because God, he just, he just really, really wanted us to get this, I think. Um, we were going through this little town in England, um, driving through, and we needed to stop for gas. So we stopped. Randy was an amazing driver, by the way. And he drove on every side of the road and appropriately. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, it's hard going through roundabouts the wrong way. And, oh. But... Um, Anyway, we we came we came to through this little town. It was just this little gas station in sort of a CD section of town, and we stopped and got gas. And then we thought, oh, we gotta get the receipt because it was so fun. Like, 
Lil, the Lily Grant that was just, it was just such a blessing to get that and then be like, wow. So we, we always had to get our receipts. So we forgot the receipt because we weren't used to that. So we went, went back in, and um, the man standing behind the cash register had a little name tag on, and it said Ben. And so I said, oh, I said, my son's name is Ben, you know, just like, that's so great that your name is Ben. He said, actually, my name is not Ben. And I said, oh, and he said, it's benevolence. And I was like, oh, I, at that point we were like, okay, is this an angel or, I mean, so anyway, I just, I, you know, we tell you guys all this because this is the God that we all serve. This is God who who loves all of us like this and and you know we're kind of just we're we're one example and you guys are another example so um just press in press into this because this is who he is you know um so here's here's the definition of benevolence and just in case uh to help you guys it helped us the quality of being well-meaning kindness big-heartedness goodness generosity, magnanimity, open-handedness, desire to do good to others. That's God. That is our God. He's lost. Actually, the celebration theme continued. Um, we started with a, um, an engagement at our house first week. Yesterday, we were at Luke Durrell's wedding in Ohio, so we got to see a wedding celebration. And last night, we're taking our last sabbatical walk around our neighborhood, and there was a wedding reception in our neighborhood. (laughs) A couple, and I have to confirm this, but we're pretty sure, and we knew that the couple had split. We're pretty sure that this was the the ceremony after the remarriage of a couple. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I... Probably first time it's happened since college days, but Jane and I danced in our street last night. It was a waltz, but nevertheless, we danced. That's awesome. Oh, whoa. Back to you. Back to you, Logan. Thank you. I'm back, and I'm hot. Okay. So, that's amazing. Sounds like the Lord was, like, speaking so much. I know some of us were curious if there was ever a time where you had a plan, you were going to do something, but then you felt the Lord tell you something or really speak and it changed your plans or just did you ever go into a day like what should we do lord and like it dictated what you did and if do you have any stories about that okay 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 so let's see when was the creative church conference that we had here that was like two two sunday two two summers ago last summer okay so that was so cool that creative church conference the arts ministry here wow it's just was so inspiring and I had had a dream in um around then so that was a long time ago and in this dream I uh anyway Randy and I in this dream we were really really tired and we were driving and we stopped at a hotel to rest we weren't going to do it but then we decided okay let's just stop for the night and rest and we got into the hotel and we went out sort of through the back door and all of a sudden we were in this place it and actually it was Italy and we were up on the top of this like ridge and we looked down and there was this building that was like gold kind of shining and then the water and and we were so happy we were running with our eyes closed and we you know tears of joy so so uh, then fast forward to we 
made this grant proposal and we were looking around where to go and um, we're looking at the internet um, for different places and I, I, I saw this place that looked like my dream and so we're like, well, we have to go there. We didn't know anything about it really but just it looked like it, it really fit the exact picture that I had had my dream. So anyway, we went there. I, I had drawn, like they encouraged us at the Creative Church Conference to draw um, to, you know, wait, here, let me see this quote they said. Okay, wait. So good. Just telling you guys this because you can do it too. Um, um, Activation factor. Yeah. Um, create what you are seeing into the future. So, anyway, God gave me this dream, and then this was part of the blessing of our sabbatical that, wow, it, it, was, it really did look like that. It was beautiful. So. So just to make sure you understand that, God gave her the dream over a year ago. She drew the picture of it. Then we got the grant. Then we looked on the Internet. She saw the exact church that was in her dream. We stayed in that town for six days. And we ate dinner looking over that church. And I I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You can't make that stuff up. And so because you guys know me, you know, I I love the word of God and I love the way God cooperates with his word and we cooperate with him. And so I just we're eating dinner there. We're looking at the church from Jane's dream right there. And I won't say what we were eating and drinking, but it was delicious right there. And I just thought it's it's Philippians two. You know, God is at work in us both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So God gives the dream, then God provides the resources, and we got to live out the dream. And that, that six days, I would say, is maybe some of the, maybe one of the best vacation away traveling times Jane and I have had together in 31 years. We walked a lot of miles. We were a mile and a half from town, and it was a, lo- a big hill, and we loved every minute of it. There you go. And we really did run with our eyes closed, just... We had to do it all, so we, we did it. <laughs> wow. um, it was really fun, too, because there was a couple there that was from some other place, and, and they were eating at this restaurant near us, and they said, so wh- why did you guys come here? And so we got to tell that story and testify about God, and they were just a little confused looks on their faces, but <laughs> hopefully it made them think, you know. So I'm going into, well, we're pastors, and we've got us a battle. Jane said, I saw it in my dream. God showed it to me in a dream. And like, where we are. That is awesome. Uh, that, I mean, everything you've said so far basically has been a miracle, which is amazing. Um, but is there anything when I ask about, did you see any miracles or anything like that that comes to mind specifically? <laughs> Too many to choose from. You'll hear from me. Enough. Okay. Um, well, one of the blessings was that we got to have all of our kids and their fiancés, spouses come fly over and meet us and then walk. You can actually walk from little, um, it's, it's like a bed and breakfast, but it's like a, oh, I don't know, it's hard. It's really hard to explain. Yeah, in northern Italy, you can walk from little hut to hut and stay overnight and they feed you organic food and it's beautiful, and you're walking through the mountains. So anyway, the kids flew over, and we did that with them. And um, so 
in these places, the, you know, they're kind of the, oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll explain the injury. Jane will explain the miracle. So um, it actually turns out after a year of planning, we walked up the wrong mountain. We literally did. We, at one po- we were supposed to go to one place first and the other the second, and we went to the wrong one. And they, God provided for us in the second place we stayed where they weren't expecting us. All they had was one room with eight beds, and there were eight of us. We were a close family and everything. But it literally was bottom bunk, top bunk, all eight of us. Hi. So we're, we're in this loft lodge room thing, and um, our, uh, fi- our fiancé, our soon-to-be daughter-in-law, Annie, um, it's an A-frame, and so she was getting up, and she bumped her head really hard. I mean, really hard, like concussion bump. And, um, and then after that, we, we walked another couple of miles, and then we got into the night, and Jane will take over. Okay. So, yeah, she, I guess she had had a concussion when she was younger, so this was sort of... I guess that makes it worse, but um, so anyway, it was the middle of the night. It was like oh, 12:30 um, at night, and everybody was so tired because really we had walked like seven and a half or eight miles that day, um, but really hard miles, like all fours climbing, you know, on these huge mountain faces, and um, so pretty. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, so anyway, in the night, so Annie. Um, I heard Annie and Johnny whispering, which wasn't hard because they were sleeping right next to me. And um, they, they, um, Annie was having trouble, and she said that crazy symptoms. She's, she said her the left side of her brain had gone numb, and her left arm and her tongue was numb. And so, um, so we went out in the hallway and. Um, we were trying to figure out what to do, and I prayed, and I felt like the Lord said, get help. And so I, I did what I usually do. I texted my sister because she's a doctor, and um, I was trying to get uh, to see if I could get a hold of her because it was only really seven, six or seven here, you know. So anyway, um, so I was texting back and forth with her, and in order to get cell reception, I don't, what thousand feet were we at? We're at 7,000 feet. Okay, so in it, it, you can't get any vehicles up there. They only can get emergency vehicles up there maybe sometimes. Anyway, um, I think they can get them up there, but it's pretty tough. So anyway, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was scary because usually when kids have um, troubles, I, I, I usually like, oh, okay, I remember this. This is what we have to do now or whatever, but I didn't – I've never heard of this – these kind of symptoms before and so um so my sister was texting back things and then we woke up more people uh that had any kind of a medical situation in their background benjo was an emt for five minutes and you know <laughs> trying to figure out what to do and um i was not woken up <laughs> nor was i able to be woken up he, he walked farther that day so he was but, um, so, okay, so anyway, uh, what's next? Then, yeah, so anyway, I know. So we were, too many details. I can tell somebody the longer version if you guys want to hear it. But, but really, all of a sudden, we, we, were, we were really sort of like, oh, my gosh, we just don't know what to do. And, and then all of a sudden it started hailing. Like, it was not just raining, but it was hailing. It was so, this huge storm. And, um, 
And I, I, I looked down at my phone and I got a text and I hadn't got a text from, I hadn't got a text like this, like for a really long time on our sabbatical, but then all of a sudden there's Jessica Houston texted me praying for you and, and Randy, like right now. So, and then all of a sudden it switched, like the kids were praying over Annie and she's like, I, I feel better. I, I, it's going away. I feel better. Like she was real calm. And so anyway, that's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> she was completely healed and she is perfectly fine. Yeah. Hello. That's awesome. Uh, I think we probably only have time for one more. I know it seems like it's gone by so quickly. But so kind of back to us. I mean, you guys' stories are cool, too. But um, (laughs) after coming off of this amazing sabbatical where the Lord was talking to you about rest, do you have any tips or like practical things for how we can rest well that you learned? Um, Yeah. It's not original to me. Um, this uh, I've read this and heard this quote from John Ortberg, who's a pastor and a, a teacher, who got it from Dallas Willard, who was one of the, I think, the greatest writers about spiritual formation in the last 50 years or so, recently died. And when asked um, what, when John Ortberg was asking Dallas Willard, you know, I've got a new opportunity in ministry. God's blessing me. I've got all sorts of things to do. You know, what advice would you give me? And, and Dallas Willard said to him, ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. So John Ortberg says, okay, got that one. What's next? And Dallas Willard says famously, ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. And uh, if you guys know, that has been written on my window in my office for about the past two years, even preparing for sabbatical. And if there's anything that the Lord showed me, that I can continue in non-sabbatical time, like real life, it is that, um, I mean, the, the theological background for that action statement is that God is completely, providentially, sovereignly in control of everything, period. He is not concerned with, you know, our... issues (laughs) he loves us but he's not bothered by our insecurities and our apparent inabilities and his timing is always perfect and so we just saw i'd say dozens of times through the trip we had to make trains and connections and flights and boats and bikes and all sorts of stuff and god god did it i mean we didn't have to hurry and i would that's what i would say is eliminate hurry from your life you just don't ever see, I know I'm not preaching, I'm just about done, but wait till next week. You just never see the phrase, and then Jesus in a hurry. Jesus, anxious that he might be late. Jesus, just remembering that he'd forgotten, you know, you just never see it. You just see Jesus abiding in his Father, Jesus praying, Jesus trusting, Jesus in peace. And... um Well, if there's anything I would give, I would say eliminate hurry from your lives. God is not at a hurry, in a hurry. There is a speed at which God is moving. Maybe sometimes we miss God because we run ahead. 
not because we run behind. And what Eugene Peterson says in his translation, I am really almost done. What Eugene Peterson says in his translation of uh, Galatians 5 is he says, we must keep in step with the Spirit. And I just see that picture of us as a people, not just us, but as a people, walking with the Holy Spirit, and we're not storming ahead, and we're not lagging behind. We are dove right on the shoulder, just walking with the Holy Spirit. And that's when we see the work of God. I mean, that's how the kingdom comes. So that's what I would say. Good. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I think we're just we're going to invite the staff and elders up to pray for you guys, welcome you back in. But for, do you want to expound on that last one first? Do you have any more? I'm just kidding. You just kept making jokes. You just kept making jokes about it being too long. But yeah, come on up. We're going to pray. If you guys want to like stand or just extend your hand or whatever you want to do to to pray for them. Father, we give you thanks and praise today for good news. We thank you for, again, your extravagant goodness that we are reminded of and invited into today. We thank you for Randy and Jane. We thank you for all of the prayers that were prayed for them and all the answered prayers we got to hear about this morning and all the ones we didn't get to hear about. And Lord, as, we, as they start a new um, season here, back refreshed and ready to go, we pray that their spirits would not hurry, that they would continue to abide in you and in the goodness and extravagance that you have shown them during this time. And Lord, we stood up here and we released them. We released them in your hands and we say now we firmly take them back. We are so happy to have them, Lord, and so anxious to love on them. So we thank you. We thank you for the favor they had. And Lord, we also just confirm back to them that you took great care of us while they were gone from Jacqueline. And we just bless her and thank you, Lord, for her and all she did. To all the phenomenal speakers we had, Lord, we just were amazed and we just thank you. We thank you for the time that we had, for the summer we had. We give those miles and prayers to you and say, please, Lord, just do amazing things with the seeds you planted from wherever Jane and Randy were to wherever we have been. We just trust, Lord, that this summer gets walked out for many, many, many years ahead. Lord, we thank you for how uniquely, interestingly weird you can be in the ways you set things up. And I just sense that as we end this season, this day we say, walk it out is over. I hear you laughing, saying, oh, but you have just begun. So we thank you, God, that you would just anoint our feet, Lord, that we would walk well with you because we love you. Thank you. Thank you for an amazing summer, and thank you that we are now back together. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all the things that you did in us and in ways that you um, marked Jane and Randy for the new season. And, God, we just see your imprint all over them. Mm -hmm. So we are prepared, and we're ready, and we receive the full blessing and favor that you have bestowed upon us. We are receivers of your goodness, and we just thank you that we just get to start this new season back together. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for just 
the amazing stories they have that you have crafted from the beginning for them and for us. Thank you that we get to be a part of just your kingdom and the stuff that you're doing in this city and in this country and in our world. We love you. We just, we welcome back our faithful leaders with open arms and we just say thank you again, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I, I uh, want to add the note. We, we are really proud of you. Like, I know I'm not your dad or anything, but we are so proud of a church that would walk while we were gone the way you walked. And, um, and we've already heard some stories that have been astounding. I just want to let you know, this morning on our way out from our house, Jane and I planted our cross in our neighborhood, Fox Run, right off of Malenkoff, as a symbol that I mean, as many places as we went, we are so glad to be home. And there's a disproportionate percentage of pastors who leave the churches they come from, like right after a sabbatical. Big percentage. We're not in that crowd. We are so glad. We are just so glad to be back and feel like um, I was talking to a pastor two weeks ago. He said, you're ready to hit the ground running. I said, no, I'm ready to hit the ground walking. I mean, we are ready to come in and walk right alongside you all and just keep doing what God's doing because he, he doesn't stop and start. The kingdom goes and we just get to cooperate. I'm really done. We're glad that you're, you're staying for sure.